Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. I did a College of Wizardry LARP in Poland in a <laughs> castle for three days. <laughs> See, what a bully we went I to agree. classes. Yeah. We like had you went to Harry Potter drama. classes. It, they had to change the name for legal reasons. Oh, okay, so it was College of Wizardry. <laughs> okay, but, but you guys had they drama, passed out like, robes. Yeah, we you just had like fights. Wand. The... We developed characters ahead of time. It was like. Uh, well, a LARP is a live action role play. Yes. So it's basically like D&D on your feet. Yes. Uh, you don't have a stat sheet with you. You just kind of wrote out this character and you play someone else. You throw lima beans at somebody and you yell lightning bolt. <laughs> Hello, welcome to Shit They Don't Tell You. My name is Steve Green. I am a writer. I am a producer and I am an actor. I am Nikki Limo, podcast host and colleague to Steve Green, the writer, producer, and actor oh, and you. director. No. no, not yet, no, but, not I, yet. but I plan on it Dire- in the future. Aspiring director. Yeah. And today we have a really special guest. We have J- uh, Jake Michaels and Becca Scott with um, the Victory Points podcast. They, they co-host that. And they also, uh, Jake is a director and a writer. No, not an aspiring one, a real one. And oh, uh, I aspire. Well, shame. I and Becca. Yeah, but I'm a writer though, but, uh, but not an aspiring writer. Okay, well, it's not about you anymore. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> Becca's an actor and a producer as well. And so thank you for coming on today. Thanks for, oh, having, thanks us. for having us, Nikki of and Steve. Of course. pleasure. Now you guys do professional tabletop gaming. Yeah. Hell yeah. We you get shows. paid to play tabletop games. That's what everyone wants to know. That's well, what we want to know. Jake gets paid to direct me playing tabletop games. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> By yourself? Do. That yeah. counts. Sometimes. It does. I actually don't get to play them a lot, unfortunately. <laughs> There's been several games that I know quite well that I've never played. Really? Yeah. Are you sad you just about that? Sometimes. Yeah, I get to sit there is why I look at it. Oh, I see. Yeah. Do you go home and then watch videos of her playing envy. it? Yes. And then just pretend? Not only do I watch them once, I have to watch them three times because of editing notes. So oh. I get a, the pain is tripled. Oh, <laughs> the beauty time. of it for me is that I never have to watch a video I'm in ever again. Oh, that's so lucky. That's really lucky. I love that. Yeah, so we, we make uh, web series shows about um, tabletop games. Wow. Specifically Game the Game on Geek and Sundry. Yes, oh, and, yeah. and uh, part of that is you play all different kinds of games. Yeah, mo- uh, mostly board games or something similar. It'll be on a tabletop like a card game or... Is yeah. there a favorite where you're like, that's what I was every time ask. I get to play this shit, I'm so stoked. Well, Jake gets left out in the world. Yeah. Every time. This is not a question for Jake. <laughs> 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 Jake, it's like, which one do you What's feel the most to sadness about yeah. <laughs> being left out of? Is there a type that you prefer? Yeah, well, uh, I want to hear the answer to that question. What's the most... Uh, sad you are. <laughs> What's your favorite genre like, to I still, not play? Uh, anything that's deck building, like Clank. Me I too. still have it right. Okay, so we love deck builders. We'll get into what a deck, deck builder builders. is, but like yeah. that's a game There's, that we play a lot. That I, yeah, I, I yearn for. Yeah, I mean, we're well. getting real esoteric with our terminology. <laughs> yeah, I'm so lost are you talking <laughs> open deck up builders? You talking worker placement? You talking TCGs, trading card games? Oh, you no. talking legacy games? Meaning that there is a set amount of times you play it, and you'll do stuff like write on them with permanent marker, rip up cards. <gasps> what? what? No, you do that. What? That's yeah. so boring sounding. <laughs> 
would you do that? Let the game That's like beat the game. Sarcasm the game on top of irony. Oh, I don't yeah. know if you're really no, excited I'm about serious. this. No, I'm serious. It sounds terrible. <laughs> you, you have some permanent markers shit and stuff? Uh, no, thank you. Well, yeah. I need oh, to you know. don't like to do work is what no, you're saying. No. You're like, let the game be the game and don't like, I don't have to do anything. Oh, yeah, you yeah. don't want paperwork. Let the game you're play itself. It's like, it's like the game Werewolf. I think there's apps like that. You know the game Werewolf? It does everything for you. You just fucking open your eyes and close your eyes. You don't even like that game. Well, I don't really. I don't like it either. But I like the automated part of it. Okay. <laughs> you like when there's an app for that. I thought when I first played that game, this is going to be the game for me. Oh, Werewolf uh-huh. is a game where you fucking sit there. It's and, a deception game. Right. And that's the only part of it that's tantalizing to me. Is, yeah, I like deception games. Yes. But this game is so fucking boring because all the roles, you don't even get to do anything. You're a werewolf. Congratulations. You can't kill anybody. I like, <sighs> I like so it. so lame. I want to murder people when I Thank am role you. playing so as a like werewolf. like Mafia. Yeah, 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 Mafia expands it a little bit. Yeah, yeah. totally. Mafia, I love it. Yeah, I like, well, I want to know what kind of game gamers you guys are. Yeah, Deception is really deception. interesting. We love Deception. Ooh. So Salem, have you played Salem? Yes. Donner Dinner Party. Yes. Donner Dinner Party, Ooh. I just got that. Oh, it's so that game. fun. Yeah. I mean, maybe you can watch us play it sometime. Yeah, maybe okay, you can cry will, a little. Yeah. When you, <laughs> I would love to. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that'd be we'll, great. We'll all play it. I'll also not eat and just be really hungry the whole time. Yeah, but there'll be snacks just on the other side. Made of people. You can watch us eat snacks through glass. <laughs> That's right. Mark. Yeah. Back there. Um, yeah, I, I like Werewolf because it's like not just deception, but it's also deduction and logic and like how well you can bullshit logic yes. if you're trying to trick people and then how well you can like take apart someone's bullshit logic if you're on the good team trying yes. to. You know, okay, so I've already determined that you guys, even if you don't know it and don't actively live your life this way, you are hardcore gamers. We because, are. Oh, shit. No, for a lot of people, that part of lying to your friends is very difficult and they like, uh, there's a genre called cooperative games where you're all working against the nope. board or Sounds against. terrible. Yeah, yeah it's terrible. <laughs> the best part of games is winning. No, yes. that's, that's yes. a part yes. of myself I've had to quiet and put put that Becca in a little box oh and say, God. you can be a little excited, but don't make people feel bad. But really, competition gets your adrenaline pumping. Yes. And it's so exciting. It's yes. Oh my God, can you can we be soulmates? Because <laughs> I like literally. It's already happened. What the hell? Well, it's already happened. Well, you're too busy for games a lot, <laughs> uh, but. Uh, I'm on a channel called JK Party, and I recently uh, stepped away from being a regular on that channel because I'm too competitive with games, and people take people that are watching it take it too seriously. The audience, was even melting though we're her. like all bullshitting and like just talking shit and like yeah. you know getting all competitive and amped up, but like, like you do. I just like to win. Yeah, yeah, for <laughs> sure. Like I win. I'm the biggest shit talker amongst it. them, but yeah. I think I'm far more likable than her. Yeah, true. And so therefore, mm. do you yeah. love two winning? different audiences? I just like okay? to turn on fire. Yeah. Do you love winning the most, or do you love trying to win the most? I, like my that favorite attempt. feeling is when it's in the second to last turn of a game, and you see that scores are close. You're not sure exactly yes. how the points yes. break down, but you know that you're about to turn in a bunch of resources and make hella points when it comes back <laughs> around to you. So long as nobody blocks you, yep. and then and then your heart starts pumping. The adrenaline. Like, yeah. You feel like. You're running a marathon because your heart is pumping. But you play out the of your same chest. way. Yeah, I am so excited. You got yes. me there. I'm there. I think with it's you. universal, yeah. honestly, is that feeling. Yeah. No, okay, Nikki, we got to book you on our show because we need people to play our board games. Hell yeah! With us. If we're yeah. allowed to be competitive. <laughs> I'm so, I'm it's so a, yeah. it makes it a better show. As if you guys weren't competitive, it'd be boring to watch. <laughs> yeah. Right, that's what we said. That's yeah. what we said. Yeah. Oh, but I can't a wait lot to talk of, to you. Yeah, a lot of people shit. are, yeah, <laughs> they just are, they get really like, oh no, this gives me nightmares about when like I play with my family and they're too competitive. Yeah, people really take it really seriously. seriously. They yeah. think that the competition at the table is a competition between the actual people. When yeah. It's, you're kind of in a role, right? Right, yeah. yeah. And that's, when that's we're yelling at each other, people think it's real, which is hilarious. So like, you know, I'll be like, you're a fucking bitch about this shit or whatever. And it's not, it's like, and we leave. We're, it's, we're, we're laughing, smiling, everything. Yeah. It's like when you guys play the colleagues game at home. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Yeah. What game? Were we having sex with each other? <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, that was a little before the role joke. Yes. A little before Sorry, the game. Listeners. A little before the the cast. Mm-hmm. Behind the scenes. Anyway, maybe I shouldn't we'll bring up jokes that no, they we weren't there for. No, they, they, they are, are in on the joke. No, they okay. love, are they there? Okay. Yeah. Hear us talk about banging, right? Do. Don't you guys? Leave us a comment. If Bonus not, episode we're still going to talk about banging. At least while we're in early 30s. I think it'll get weird pretty soon. <laughs> no, I think well, well, maybe there's a slump in uh, the 40s, but then like 55 and above, people love yeah, to hear you talk horny. about fucking. Really? Except your own children. I yeah. assume it's no, it, it gets becomes funny. cuter the older be, you yeah. get past that point. There's going to be people that relate to us no matter what because that's like true. they grow old too. Way to find the bright side. Yeah. Uh, do you think that's what 50 year old people are talking <laughs> about die. on cruises? <laughs> on cruises? Yeah. Uh, that's what they're doing on cruises. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think they're yeah. talking people. about it too? So yeah. many STIs <laughs> spreading on those cruises. 
You think Especially, once you get a certain age, your dick falls off? No, no, no. I'm talking about people being interested in the topic of sex. Oh. It, like in, in us I talking about I think always, about yeah. Oh, okay. I think it's a universal thing. Anyway, let's back, go back to tabletop gaming. Oh, <laughs> okay. yeah. Back from um, sex to tabletop so, gaming. So, One in the same. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just oscillate but between what, what You said your favorite types of games are stacking the deck games? What so is, deck building is deck what we building. said. Uh, I think the easiest way to explain it was like you have a set amount of cards. that We all would have the same set amount of cards. Like We all have 10 cards that are identical. Um, they might have different abilities on them. Mm. And then we play our cards, and then we can buy cards from a communal pool that I only like some of us can purchase. I like it because there's shopping involved. Yeah. <laughs> so you buy, make your own deck a little bit differently than how your opponents would, and then you keep playing the cards in that deck to what, score points destroy. or move on a board what or whatever. There's lots Many. of them. Um, it's a whole genre. Yeah, it's a genre. Is that what Magic of the Gathering is? Magic the Gathering no, is a little a different. TCG. In the, in, which uh, is Magic a collectible the Gathering card is, game. Uh, what I play the most now because there is an online version. I mean, I also like the paper version. So but it it's way easier to organize yes. because... Um, you can in, and to shop for them. <laughs> uh, Magic the Gathering Arena is very very addicting. Uh, I actually have a show on Twitch on Saturdays um, for in like four show stints where we review the pro players' games, and Ooh. it's so much fun to watch Magic played at that level. I swear to God, it is like watching just. Like, like the NFL. Olympics. Do you guys know what she means by that level? Because there's a professional level, like where millions of dollars are sometimes won, right? Because that's what the biggest prize pool was recently, right? The biggest was prize pool was at ever was at the Mythic Invitational last year in Boston at PAX East, and uh, they gave away five hundred thousand to the winner, which is more than a lot of pro players' lifetimes winnings, uh, lifetime winnings, because uh, they when they launched the online platform, they started pumping a lot more money into mm. it um, to try and compete with stuff like Hearthstone and uh, other. Heard of it? There you go. <laughs> another there you go. another, another card RuneScape game. RuneScape recently too. Sure, RuneScape. That's a. I don't know if that's All a right. card. It's game. a video game. Okay. Yeah, I think it's a second. You're in the realm. I forgot. Right. Yeah, Sorry. but it is it it's a lot of pressure on these people's shoulders yeah. and like to compete at that level is very very impressive and it's a lot of people who were lawyers or have law degrees that mm. left law but it takes that type of mind it's very complicated and there's so much like lawyering of cards that goes yeah. into it there's a Truth. lot of text involved and uh that you have to like have all of it memorized and know exactly how to build the deck um for anyone who's never played Magic the Gathering, if you're playing the standard version, you and one opponent each have 20 life, and you are trying to get the other person to zero life, and then you win by being the last one standing. And See, I tried it. Okay, me, my sister, we bought Magic the Gathering back in the day. Yeah. And it just ended up being like, let's just collect more shit because this game's really boring. <laughs> Like you gotta have fucking lands, and you gotta, I don't know why you have lands. The, yeah. the lands, <laughs> yeah. lands are, are resources. Uh, your mana, okay. yeah, mm -hmm. that's what you spend in order to play like a creature. Like if you're playing green, it could be a giant dinosaur that has a, a strong power and toughness, and then the, uh, your power is what you deal to the other the opponent's life total. Okay. And so they have to find a way to either play other creatures to attack your dinosaur. Maybe they're playing as elves, or maybe vampires, or. It's Wait, very... you can, what do you mean you could be an elf? You could be an elf in yeah. Magic the Gathering? Well, there's there's an elf card. card. Yeah, and that Lots means of you're an elf now? That are, uh, within... You're I mean, not, not going to learn Magic the Gathering in one podcast <laughs> episode. I'm sorry, <laughs> we'll, we'll, take we'll take this offline. We'll take this offline. Really? As yeah. soon as elves came in, you were, you were well, on board. You could be a vampire dragons? or an elf or whatever. Yeah. I think that's it. Yeah, yeah. If you want to play red, there's lots of dragons. If you want to play light, there's lots of like paladins and knights. No, I don't like paladins. They're boring. Well, then you don't want to play white. Go back I want to, to be elves. a vampire. That was it. Yeah, yeah well, a black-white combo deck is called Orzov, is the color shard. And uh, what? <laughs> oh, you're going <laughs> real deep. You're going real deep. It's <laughs> a completely you're different language. Using oh me. my god. Well, okay. you know, you well, brought us here to talk we about. We can get nerd to jargon. Yeah. No, yeah. I want to know shit they don't tell yeah, you. Yeah, they don't. It's like they don't tell you. It's like I'm in Spanish class and ladies going like level four Spanish on me. Si es muy importante que puedes usar todos los colores. And I'm like, I know Totos. I heard colors. It's not good, a good idea to play all the colors. <laughs> See, I don't know. See, that, this is what the show's going to be doing. Oh, what These you guys Spanish. That was just magic talking. <laughs> oh, <that's right>. well, <laughs> speaking of a bunch of nerds, um, <laughs> True. how did you get into that field of like tabletop gaming, Jake? Me first? Yeah, sure. Well, I kind of wandered into it. I used to uh, direct children's theater, as a matter of fact. But I was okay. always like a gamer on the side. And I played magic as a kid in like third grade. 
and uh, Dungeons and Dragons as well. And then uh, when I moved here to Los Angeles about three years ago, uh, one of the opportunities to get kind of in the film industry was at Geek and Sundry and Nerdist, as a matter of fact. And there was a show called How to Play, where a guy named Ivan Van Norman taught people how to play some of the more complicated board games that you might see. Um, so some of the ones we'd be describing, they make like a five minute video. I just PA'd mm -hmm. on that set for a while and uh, offered to help him write some of the scripts one day. And he said yes, and then he hired me to write them, and then I got hired to produce, and then I got hired to direct, and now I direct and write all the scripts with Becca, who's the host for it now. That's oh, wow. kind of how I just wandered into it. Uh, but because I loved games already, it was kind of a natural fit, so right place, right time. So that's what that's would awesome. happen if I didn't say buzz off PA all the time. Correct. Because I have your a PA, PA will... say something to me, and I'm always like, hey, buzz off PA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He'll take your job. <laughs> you mean Nate? <laughs> <laughs> does he, does he like negging? Is that a thing what Nate's that into? One? Negging? negging? This is like a. Uh, is there uh, a game? Oh God! It's, it's like a horrible premise that um, to pick up women, you need to tell them negative comments. Oh, I've oh, heard of this. Yeah. that's a great I have one. Heard of I it. love yeah, no, all that shit. No, it didn't work on Nate, the PA, and it doesn't <laughs> work on any woman ever in right. history. But, 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 but these guys are breaking down the psychology of the female mind, right? Well, they're breaking people I down. I want to break sure. down their mind. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of things. Yeah. But, but right, but they really do think they have an in, which is the magic. So of yes. stupid. Oh I my love God! Here's the thing about the female mind. It can be any fucking thing that a but man's mind. No, <laughs> yeah. no, you want to be <laughs> treated like shit. That's why you only go for terrible guys. Yeah, you need yeah, a and that's why you don't go them. for me. Oh. Right, that's the <laughs> terrible. Thing. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah. And then who's got the hot wife now, <laughs> bitches? What? Yep. And bitches being the no, who wrote that book about <laughs> nagging being a good oh. idea. Yep. What are we talking, talking about? I love all that too. Um, we'll we were talking about games. how we got into oh, tabletop yeah. gaming. But anyway, I think like I mean I, I, I did directing, so I kind of walked into it, and I loved games, so it was like a great fit. And yeah. you were the same way; like you liked it per well, personally, yeah. right? My origin story. Mm -hmm. uh, so, where to start? Oh boy. Uh, uh, I'm an actor, and I've been doing that forever. And I just loved to casually game. You know, played a bunch of video games growing up. Just was doing that on the side as I was here. I was a PA. Everybody told me to buzz off. And yeah. I said, here's my resume. <laughs> here's my headshot. And they were like, okay, PA, buzz off. And um, I produced something for Geek and Sundry. And they were launching their Twitch channel at the time. And uh, I kind of got in there and proposed doing a board game show that I co-hosted with Ivan, who uh, Jake was mentioning and we did that show on Twitch for a long time and it just sort of evolved from there and got deeper and deeper into the world and I, I'm all I'm just so grateful to Geek and Sundry for giving me a chance to I think that's such a great life it. lesson because these are both things that you're passionate about right you're acting uh, and you're directing and you both love gaming and the way you got into the field was by one like stepping up and being like here's something I propose and like not just sitting in the background all day and then two persistency yeah yes absolutely I mean my philosophy has been which I'm trying to revise now but at a certain point you want to say yes to every opportunity yes. because you never know what it's going to lead to who you're going to meet you're gonna meet exactly the, yeah the connections all of that's so important say yes to everything in the beginning don't be a snob uh, but and then, then learn how to say no yes yes, yes. yes. Key. very key yeah oh yeah it's so, so hard. hard yeah yeah because I Honestly, like there's so much I want to do and there I'm like so excited about so many different things and I don't have enough time. I always forget about the whole time thing. And yeah, how there's like not that much of it. So it's good to go back thing. and forth between saying yes to a lot and saying no because like it depends on where you are and what you are trying to expand to. There's a yeah. there's a number of events this weekend I'm gonna have to say yes to and I think I will be better for it. Yeah. I just don't want to right now. <laughs> right. You know what I can't believe legitly is that hot people play D and D now. Oh, yeah. Whoa, I know. Because when I was a kid, like that shit was for like the nerdiest nerds. Like Harry Knowles was the on the fucking flag of, of those, you know, <laughs> yeah. that game. You know what I mean? Like that was what you pictured. Yeah. The, the big fat dudes in sunglasses and or in, in, in glasses I, and curly hair. We just rewatched Wet Hot American Summer. We had a backyard movie mm -hmm. night, and there is a scene where this nerdy kid with the cape and glasses goes to the cute girl's table. He's like, hello, ladies. Would anyone like to play Dungeons and Dragons this afternoon? Right. And we're and then everyone who was in our backyard, like thirty people, were all like, "Yeah, yeah, we were all into <laughs> that." All play D and D. Yeah. And dude, you go, you go back even like I don't know. That's what how American Summer. You go back ten years before that, fifteen years before that. I remember being in school, having X Man stuff, and kids making fun of me for it. Sure. Aww. Like and now, like that's some of the well. 
till the most recent movie. Those are some of the <laughs> highest earning movies ever. Yeah. Like all these Marvel movies and shit. Like, where do you think the culture started Shifted. to shift? Yeah. yeah. Ooh, Towards I got the thoughts. nerds. I got thoughts. You, t- in- you inhale first, deeply. First. <laughs> Good noticing. I mean, my first guess is kind of that Generation X, which is a little before us, grew up. And they were into that too. Like they were the they were the kids that saw, maybe not all saw Star Wars in the theater, but they saw Empire Strikes Back in the theater. So even if they weren't huge like space nerds, they everybody loved Star Wars of that generation, right? So when they grew up and they got into the positions of power, they started making sure that nostalgia came back full force. Nerds will someday yeah. rule the world. I mean, that was around the time Episode One really started coming out. And I mean, say what you will about Episode One, but it did revive that whole thing as Everyone's a widespread thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Best I mean, Star Wars ever, came back right? with the force. Oh, yeah. Uh, but no pun intended. <laughs> We're gonna keep that in. We're not Psych. cutting it. I mean, that's my guess. Is Marvel was the same way. Like we didn't. We, we were made fun of for liking superheroes, but like the kids right before us still loved them secretly as well. And then they grew up and then started making the movies. Right. I think it's generational. Right. Love that theory. Yeah. Good. Go for it. Uh, oh, by the theory. way, Jake was a like nerd. Oh, he played up. football. <laughs> oh, you, oh, you did. I was the no. I mean, but when I, when she says football, that's code for Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, I didn't okay. play football. Okay, gotcha. Your gotcha. exact reason was like what you said about what you thought about kids that played it. I was the reason I didn't tell people was because of that same yeah. perception. Yeah, I was terrified of letting people know because I didn't want to get picked on. It's yeah. like you're yeah. part of a cult and everyone's like, what? Yeah, yeah. It's like or you're just, Scientology or something. You're so worried about being cool and you know that's uncool. It's just the label alone you're worried about getting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. And then Becca was a popular girl. I was. I was really into website design and playing Manhunt on my PS2 in the basement. So you were making always my born. friends watch me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you're jealous. I know. <laughs> I've I've always liked uh, nerdy pursuits and no one ever made fun of me for that. What, what is Manhunt? Oh, it was a game where you that. murder people with piano wire. You have to sneak uh, up on them. That's like Hitman. I played Hitman. Yeah. Yeah. But it's innocent people. <laughs> No, they're all they're <laughs> all murder. Thugs. Okay, okay. <laughs> no, no, I, I, I know a lot of people in Hollywood now who are like the prototypical hot people. Ooh, I know people in you know Hollywood. Hollywood. Yeah. I, I do. Drop. I'm very well known. <laughs> uh, and and these people, they can't get the same work that they used to be able to get because now like the Seth Rogans and all those guys are like the leading men, and then these guys like slid down the cliff, and they're always like, you know the. What, who's that guy in uh, Beauty and the Beast? The Gastons, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. they're the dicks now. Yeah. Wow. Like, the James Marsden. That guy gets shit on in every fucking movie he's in. Right? Yeah, he's always, like, the bad guy dickhead. That's still always. the role, though. That's still working. Sure, true. Yeah. Yeah, you can't just be the knight be in versa. shining armor anymore. Being super attractive. Listen. We're popping the bubble. That's you know right. the bubble <laughs> from 30 Rock? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> the boring nerd people have inherited the earth. That's, what I, that's why, you know, the prototypically boring. Brilliant people. Right. Brilliant people. It's hey, about brains. I'm with you, but I'm talking about the way that that we were perceived as as children. Oh, so you are one of us. Oh yes. Okay, great. I used to. He's play... a comic book nerd. Oh yeah, I used to do comic. <laughs> but books. he tried to play basketball don't, don't for a little logo? bit. Yeah, always well, tall. He gets <laughs> I used to, yeah, I used to do. Um, uh, what the fuck is that game? I used to. Oh, I had. Uh, I did Pokemon cards. Mm, sure. Well, I, yeah, I, yeah. I didn't never play it because I was like. Yeah, you never played the actual I game. I don't understand. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, he likes oh, brought you some nerd cards. culture, but he just didn't understand how to play the games yeah, all the no way. Idea. Maybe you haven't had the right ambassador. I bet yeah. you would like a lot of this stuff if you got into it, you know, slowly and dipped your toes. Hey, in. I, I think you need that, a mentor, a, a nerd mentor. I think that Settlers of Catan thing is cool as hell. Why? Cool as hell. What is it about it that excites you? It's strategy, and I like that. Oh yeah, that's oh you exactly. mean pure luck? <laughs> Fuck those dice! Wait, you don't like that shit? Well, no, it's a it depends on the playthrough. It's a very good game. That being said, we are such snobs about this world now that we know the better versions of it. How so. do you feel about Mario Party? I, I like Mario Party. You think it's luck it's, or strategy? It's, no, it's uh, luck both. Uh, both. It depends on the main and games. how fast you can hit A and B yeah. in rapid <laughs> succession. Right? Absolutely. All right, I have theories though about why now. Please. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Gen Z, they're on their screens all the time. Back in the day, parents were like, Play sign up for sports, exactly, go out, uh, like be social, uh, or like do do cool hip kid things. Oh, we didn't have like, little pocket computers. Yeah, exactly. Now, one, video games are cool because of the prevalence of screens, because of the 
the evolution of the technology that gaming is so immersive when it's on a screen that that just it sucks kids in and they get very addicted it is built to addict yeah all of us and then that is leading to why things like D&D and tabletop games are getting so much popularity gaining so much popularity is because when do you actually get to see your friends face to face? Like, what do you do when you're together when, to keep yourself from looking down at your phones? You role play as wizards and clerics and paladins and not paladins though. Yeah, no elves. paladins. Okay, Empires. thank you. Yeah, yeah, elves are really good. Those elves. are both in there. I'm a chaotic evil, so okay. that's true. We yeah. like to get drunk and play Jackbox games. Hell we love yeah, that. Jackbox is great. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Now that is a that is a brilliant game because it fuses <laughs> the two worlds mm-hmm. of being social and being on your phone. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And yeah. I think we we're friends with mostly like nerdy people that love oh, yeah. games. We just all get hyped for like playing games. I just don't like to drink and then not have anything to do. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm like activity. You know, yeah. I also explain games as like we don't always sit down to just play the game. I also sit down to hang out with three other people that I really like too. Because mm-hmm. most of those only games three. we have well in a four <laughs> person game. <laughs> well, <laughs> only those. Okay, okay, I gotcha. Damn, we're not all popular. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. I reorganize my game shelf as number of player games maximum mm-hmm. so the middle shelf is like all the party games you can play with six to twelve people and those get the most use because sometimes you'll you'll say hey we're having a game night and too many people show up mm-hmm. the bottom shelf is a lot of really beautiful games i have like play tested them looked at them and a lot of them are still in shrink wrap because they're max four players there's so many really good four player and two to four player games Dang. that it's it's hard to find that number the yeah. struggle yeah. yeah i know so hard. <laughs> I'm so glad for them though because I have genuinely way more fun playing board games with friends than I do like a video game or any of that for shit. Sure. Totally. And, more fun. So, and that that leads into so your theory is that like the board game resurgent a little bit is because of screens being so prevalent? Is that what you're yeah, saying? Yeah, it's our rebellion against screens. Yeah. Is like Go out, play with your friends, play D and D, whatever. Just look at look at each other in the face. We get different kind of like stimulation from the tactile response of moving things than we do for clicking a little bit. That's true. And there is like a different uh, itch in our brain that we need to scratch, and I think yeah. that's super valuable. Yeah, we also are ready to admit now that we like to play with toys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's whoa, a, that's, whoa, I'm not that's there. all D and D minis I'm are. I'm a nerd too, but come on, bro. You're not gonna paint your mini. <laughs> what kind of are you talking about? You paint miniatures. Like like your little no, train I d- set. I, I must admit that I am like not patient enough to paint. No, me neither. Okay. But yeah. you're like your little elf vampire warlord. Oh, that'd but be yeah, cool. if it was oh, a character yeah, I played that. all the time, I would paint just one Same. little guy because mm-hmm. they come unpainted. You can go to uh, no plug. They're not my sponsor. <laughs> Heroforge.com is a really cool website where uh, sometimes I'll just go there if I want to kind of like come up with a character that is in this mystical world um, for a one-time use kind of thing. I'll just make a picture of, because I'm not an artist. Yeah. Uh, and you can design a little miniature. You can make one they of design, you. They uh, design 3D models that you can customize and then you can actually have them printed for you they and 3D print shipped it. to you. Yeah. Oh, this wow. is like a whole different culture than I've ever experienced. Like it's We've like, got so much information I like, feel like I've you. tiptoed on the surface of like, oh yeah, I play games. I like games. I'm competitive. I like them. Yeah. I played quite a few games, but I just have never heard this much detail about the culture of gaming, like oh, down to Nikki, the like. see your untapped potential. <laughs> if this was a meeting about bondage, sexual bondage. Go I on. think we are traipsing near my 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 limits. Okay, you, your safe word is what? Not toys. I hear toys <laughs> and I'm like, yo, I'm out. I like toys. I like I like too many things. I think that's what that goes that's back to that. What scares you about the, toys? The physical action of playing with little dolls. I can't get action into it. Action figures. Right? I can't get into yeah, it. Yeah, but what if those action figures had? game around them. I love it. My interest is peaked. Have you Continue. heard heard of Funko dolls? Yes, I have. <laughs> so Funko dolls, they're pretty big. Uh, Funko just came out. There was this big release at the convention two weeks ago, uh, Gen Con in Indianapolis, and we got an advanced copy of it, but they, I think it was their premiere, or it was a big hit of the convention. They kind of shrunk down a Funko doll, and you can play these little battle games with Funko dolls on a map, and it can be different scenarios of kind of Capture the Flag style or like King of the Hill style. And the best part is... Funko is known for making uh, a doll version of any character you like or political yes, figure the pop or whatever. Ones, right? yes. Yeah. Oh my god. Um, I do. So, I heard that. So they made the Golden Girls. 
They made <laughs> Rick and Morty, Harry Love Potter, Morty. DC Universe, and all of them can fight each other. But they don't even look like them. They look like something else. It looks but like an alien. That's, that's kind of the point. Is like It's kind of like a Simpsons version or whatever. I mean, that's an example of right. that character. Like a very specific style. Correct. Yeah. yeah. All I know is I just heard Loot Crate went out of business. What? That's really? what I heard. I didn't hear that. On your way in Wait, here, just I, like, are you sure? Yeah, Maybe they I'm used wrong. to have a team up. Yeah, and because I was like, dang, Funko is fucked. Honestly, well, that's the thing about <laughs> Oh really? Yeah. Oh, They're the mind. perfect gift. I'm you don't wrong. know what to get someone. What are they like? Get yeah. that Funko. Yeah. I, I will say the get difference between board get games and toys is the toys are kind of like a little bit more of a collectible thing as opposed to you don't really do as much with them. As that makes sense. To display them, whereas a lot of the things that we play with are meant to play mm-hmm. with. I'm cool with that. But I yeah. think, uh, as a guest on our podcast pointed out, Scott Rogers. It's all a veiled attempt to hide an adult's desire to play with toys. Yeah. <laughs> no, In a way. I, I thoroughly think. Okay, so I feel like we're all kids, right? And then as we go through life, the more that we buy into this whole like concept of what an adult should be, the Lame. more like layers get put on and you're like, oh, I'm an adult. I need to go to jobs. I need to go dress up and move on, you know, career and Can't I need to start a family and I need to be a mother and mothers don't do this. And you know, and you're, you get so like in your head about like building this version of you that is the adult version. But I think deep down, everyone just wants to play. Yeah. And um, I feel like, in at least our industry and like the entertainment industry and art, like art in general, we don't really lose that play. Like we're more connected to it because we're like, we never went the traditional route. Yeah. And uh, and, you're rewarded for playing all day long. Yeah. Yeah. And I I just, I think that's some shit that they don't tell you is that you really don't, don't have to lose that playful side of you just because your age says you're an adult now, you know, there in a lot of these games are strategy and like they're challenging that those parts of your brain, the analytical side, the logical side, all those adult things that you really want to, are you really proud of having? You don't have to lose that just by playing a game. You can indulge both sides and, Play I would really like preach. Thanks. Yeah, preach. no, that's so true. Play is so important for important. like a healthy mindset as well. Mm-hmm. And I totally agree about the layers that we put up. But like getting in a play mode is hard for a lot of people, especially yeah. who are so busy. And that's why board games are a pretty good uh, opportunity for that. Because like as we were saying, is you get into this kind of role more or less that you having this competition. I mean, mm-hmm. you guys do. Im- you guys did improv, right? We yeah. talked about that. Well, there's kind of the faux competition of improv too, a little bit, where you guys are always agreeing with each other's idea, but there's always. Uh, a little bit of like we're trying to do our best and we're trying to kind of fuck with each other a little bit mm-hmm. as well, right? But that that um, adrenaline that comes from that, that's the competition that we get in the board games as well. Mm-hmm. And if we're in that play zone, that's the only type to really, that's the only time to be creative in your life. Yeah, and it's a time to be shitty as a person. Because like, because <laughs> okay, so you're in a deception game, right? And like in my normal life, I don't lie, I don't steal, I don't cheat, I, I like live very honest, over. you know, I have high integrity. But if you're in like Secret Hitler and you're fucking Hitler, and you have to convince everybody that you're not Hitler. You have to lie. You got to yes. cheat. You got to steal. You got to yes. bluff. You got to evoke emotions. Your you know? emotional angles. And, Absolutely. And like that part's really fun for me. And that's the part that you're was like. You're allowed to break rules. Yes. Yeah. You're allowed rules to... are, but even though we're in a rule based game, you're allowed to break the social rules. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's such freedom. That's, that's why we always like that show Survivor, man. That oh yeah, fun. yeah. The show Survivor. Survivor. You never Survivor still on? CBS? on? It oh, is. Yeah, dude, oh my gosh, like twenty five seasons or some yeah. shit. Isn't that crazy? No more than that. Wait, like what do you like something? about something? What do you like it's about? It's the something? same shit as tabletop games, but what we're talking about with deception games, it's like it's all that deception, backstabbing, alliances, I, alliances. Yeah. I swear on my children. A lot of that shit. They vote people off the island. You know, there's like all the political backstabbing. Oh, yeah. all that. it's voting. Yeah, yeah. there's challenges, oh, but then there's the also it's like social, it's and then also challenges. And then like, at the bitter end, you have to all, everyone you fucked over. You have to get them to vote for you somehow. It actually Survivor Ooh. is honestly a big board game, but people are the pieces. That's yes. it. Like it yeah. really is. It's what genius. Because it it's yeah. challenges. Oh man, maybe we should in. go on Survivor. That's how you should. Awesome. You get really skinny too. So that was. Um, Thinking yeah. about it for that option, you yeah, know, but I also Everyone love physical it. competition. I don't shy away. Yeah, there so people go. are like, well, they have to balance out like how much do they bring to the table with games, and then how much do they bring to the table with social uh, and and surviving and like building the oh sheds man. and like finding food and stuff like that. I'd be so good at this. You should hold out week one after talking all this shit. <laughs> they wouldn't do that. On that note, we're gonna go on our first break. Wow, and we will be right back. Hopefully we survive. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. 
Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Hey, are you listening to Shit They Don't Tell You? Because if not, how are you listening to this ad about Shit They Don't Tell You? because they can't turn it off. They don't know how to they turn, it, how turn it, off. it off. Well, that's pretty convenient for They're us. They're throwing their phone on the ground right now. Once you can figure it, it out, could you please rate us and subscribe and like um, tell us that we're beautiful? Listen, we, we want it. We need the validation. We, but mostly we need the ratings because, I mean, that's basically how the world is, is run. That's how my we continue to make more and more and more of this content, this glorious content that you love so much. If you like the show, support the show. And if you don't like the show, support the show. And it's for free. The the stars are for free. Yeah, you give them you give them away for free. It's not like if you give five stars, you pay more money. They should have charged for every single star. That would have made so much money. <laughs> <laughs> it just made a killing. Hello, welcome back. Um, we have uh, Becca and Jake when we're continuing to talk about nerd culture. And I have some theories too about how nerd culture became main culture. And I haven't, granted, I haven't like analyzed it and like come up with a complete theory or anything like that. But I noticed we'll that- We'll do that for you. We'll analyze. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yes, yeah. perfect. So um, when I was in high school, I was like punk rock and stuff, but I also hid- I don't know if I hit it, but I was an internet nerd. Like I was completely like message boards and like nerd culture, like all the LOLs and IMs and all the things that became probably like Reddit and 4chan now. Like back then we had our like forum lingo and all that stuff and we had avatars and there were like inter-message board relationships. Like, What sites ooh. are you talking about? Are you talking about like Instagram? I want to say. MySpace? Like what? Like M&M message the M&M board. Message, this is way before MySpace. I am M&M 86, uh, born in 86. And M&M so, fans. Yeah, I was yeah. an M&M message board okay. moderator. moderator. What so. do you call an M&M fan? Like, you know, like M- a Bieber. No, no we don't Stance. know. Oh, yeah, Stance. That oh, yeah, now. Stance, that's right. Stance. But, uh, yes. The song Stan came out Later. while I was already, I had been a moderator for like three years by that point. We have a $500 wow. brick at home that was from his childhood house. It was, you change the price <laughs> every dirty time. Dirty fucking brick. It goes up every First year. Stuff, oh. Whatever, what was it? It two, does. It appreciates. Well, if you don't talk about it, how is anybody going to buy it? First of all, you got a 375 Okay, it went sorry. towards the Detroit housing project. Also, awesome. I got a case around it, and I got the package that came with the dog tag and the two original Marshall Mathers LP deck tapes and the Slim Shady LP. Thank you very much. When one was, of I'm your fans gets on this for three hundred dollars one year, you're going to be thankful. Point. See, except for like five other podcasts here. This <laughs> and also you hear that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> not the same density. No, no. It's like a fake version of it. Uh, but yeah, so I was an internet nerd. I would spend my lunches in the library checking the forums, like moderating, kicking people out, banning people, talking shit, like doing all that oh. stuff. Um, a keyboard I, jockey, like you were yeah. actually like throwing commands out. Yeah, you oh, yeah. around. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. I would ban people. Um, we had a voice. <laughs> chat room which was really high tech at that time whoa um still tight high tech yeah it was very cool okay, and then yeah. i would go home and i would be on im uh with people like that were other nerds from school like some we weren't i wouldn't say friends we like because we didn't talk to each other at school but we would talk to each other on aim and then uh and then i would go moderate and i would be on the computer for a total of 11 hours per day um like on average and sometimes um i wouldn't sleep and stuff like that i would just like 
be on there all night. Dang. And uh, and I think and there was a lot of like internet nerd stuff like I don't know if you guys remember Homestar Runner yes uh, like yeah. that E-bombs kind of stuff. world and all yeah, that yeah E-bombs sure. world and so like a lot so of did jokes. you have high speed internet early in your life too like no you gotta early. wait for like, that we had dial up and then we had uh, cable was the first thing that yeah. came out the cable and DSL came out at the same time uh, but I was back in the day where you, like if you picked up the phone yeah. then it ruined the internet mm-hmm. and like that's how yeah. I would get caught a couple My times Starcraft game was gone yeah, yeah. yeah dude I played a game called EverQuest during that time yeah, yeah. I was you playing know. The Sims yeah. really Religiously. Oh yeah, the all Sims. the expansions. Yeah. So what's your okay, theory? Okay, so, that's still around. So, so internet, internet. Yeah, you built that the, the mountain up. What's yeah? yeah, yeah I got we're climbing it. We're climbing it. Okay, okay. Yeah. okay. Yeah. The mountain's still being built. Okay. It's like Game of Thrones where I'm going to build it up Jesus. for freaking eight seasons and then, and then throw it away. Like, yeah. So that's my theory. <laughs> the view up here is going to be <laughs> no. great. I'm excited. Um. So so I internet nerd, but I was not a comic book nerd. I was not a Dungeons and Dragons nerd. There's a different nerd groups, right? And I think with the internet and and social media and there being screens everywhere, I think all those nerd groups kind of came together. So, like, for example, you mentioned Rick and Morty earlier. I'm a huge Rick and Morty fan. Oh, yeah. I don't know anything about the game of Magic, but, like, I imagine those groups of people being in the same forum at some times or at some point or uh, playing the same, um, like, common denominator games that they relate on just because there's so many games and there's so many things, and, and I think all nerds, are attracted to like some things, mm-hmm. like certain common I ground. Think, I right. think uh, to connected them elaborate all. this argument, we should define the term nerd, which yeah. to me just means you are unabashedly obsessed with something. Yes. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is. You could be a, a horse nerd if you're very into <laughs> True. E- equine things. You know, you could be a nerd <laughs> about anything. It's works. just the unabashed love of that thing. You mm-hmm. just and I think uh, what you were talking about about being an adult and pushing down that playful side of you is something that we're all conditioned to do in high school is let me uh, have a hard exterior so no one can hurt me and then part of that is not showing that you love anything or you care about anything too much because that's not cool. Yeah. True. And so Very being true. a nerd <laughs> is being unabashedly able to express Oh my god! I think this is awesome. Yeah, let me, let me and valuing that more than fitting into the popular culture at the time. Yeah. And I think what ended up Except happening for sports for some reason. Sure, yeah. sure, yeah. I think what ended up happening is like when that web was built, we realized that like oh. A lot more people are into these things than the actual popular people, quote unquote. Uh, so then I think that's what sh- made the shift for it to become like this niche thing to being like popular yeah. thing when everyone realized like, yeah, it's okay to like be obsessed. Yeah. Unabashedly. I'm, I'm a Star Wars fan. Get out. Are there limits <laughs> to fandom? Does it ever get taken too far? We t- we in in interviewed a anthropologist yeah. on Victory Points. I had a tough time getting her to t- to tell us if it goes too yeah, far. Yeah, when is a it a cult? <laughs> yeah, well, that's why I said there's there a line where it actually is unhealthy behavior, and I think that can go with any obsession. Professional lightsaber. What about professional lightsaber battling? battling. No, I think that's badass. That's awesome. That's what are you super cool. Have you done like, that? Have you seen it? Yes. Have you done well, that? Oh, no. You think it's badass? <laughs> I mean, he's a bully now. Try. No offense. I just if <laughs> depends you've done how much she. When I say that, when I say who was like a meme. He was probably having a good time. I will say, like, look at the skill involved and look at what some of them can do. Mm-hmm. Like, that is a translatable skill for a lot of other things in their life in terms of gymnastics and martial arts as well. My man, I'm with you. Okay. But the visual yeah, I guess it yeah, the aspect and the holding the lightsaber. If you're super buff, you look cool doing that, sure, okay? Sure, you could. You could. <laughs> but the thing that it makes the sounds and you hold yes. it. Yes. How does it serious. make you feel? Because he's having a great time. Yeah. When I watch them do it, though, I'm like, oh, It hurts no. you? This Are you jealous? Steve yeah. is like, uh, you know, unabashedly be obsessed with something, but not that obsessed. Yes. Yes. Oh, I think you can go too far. Uh, no, no. Yeah. Like, for example, You're I went to- Yucking someone's yum. I went to, yeah. I went to a Harry go. Potter Quidditch thing years ago, mm-hmm. and I oh, just- yeah. I couldn't. I couldn't. You're too not cool think now. It was funny to me. You're I too could cool not think now. it was funny. No, no, no. When it goes too far, is all I'm You're saying. You're too cool. Somebody well, wearing what? a robe, walking around like in Harry Potter, is, is one uh, thing. I did a College of Wizardry LARP in Poland in a <laughs> castle for three days. <laughs> so you would have bullied. We went to classes. Yeah. We like had. You went to Harry Potter drama. classes. It, they had to change the name for legal reasons. Oh, okay. So it was College of Wizardry. <laughs> okay. But, but you guys had they drama, passed out like, robes. Yeah. We you each had, like, brought our wand. We developed characters ahead of time. It was like. Uh, well, a LARP is a live action role play. Yes. So it's basically like D&D on your feet. Yes. Uh, you don't have a stat sheet with you. You just kind of wrote out this character and you play someone else. You throw lima beans at somebody and you yell lightning bolt. 
Yeah, you do yell nonsense, made up Latin words. Yeah, uh, it's pretty funny. So and point I, a wand to someone. I'm with you. I wouldn't probably ever do that yes, in my life. Yes, you would. Life. It was but, really fun. Well, but here's what I'm saying. Is I'm would. open to how fun that could be. Yes. Yeah. And I... Uh, I probably it's not for me, but like I don't understand what it is too far about it. Um, I would say oh, too just for me. too far okay. in okay. my definition is when people actually get emotional and hurt and angry and like it becomes more they don't like know the line. more toxic than it sure. does like joy and You're like right. fun. Yeah. That's when I think is yeah. too far. I actually, so as long as people are having fun, that's a good line to follow. I should be completely explicit about this LARP. I had the best time, but also I approached it from a comedic point of view okay. of, and there were a lot of people, it was an international crowd, and there were a lot of people that took it way too seriously and wanted to be like a hardcore Slytherin. And I didn't understand what that community was because it was my first time. And I would go back to my room at night and cry because people bullied me because I <laughs> oh chose God. I chose like a Neville Longbottom type of character. And I talk like this. And, <laughs> and of course they're going to eat that up. And a funny dragon on my shoulder. And I was like, that's my pet. Say hello to her. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't like that. That wasn't taking what they take very seriously, seriously enough, even though I was committed. Oh you were having God. fun. Yeah, I was yeah. having a really good time. And some people will come up to me and be like, you know, their character would become friends with my character because they thought it was fun. Yeah. And other people would choose like, oh, they have chosen to be a low status character and therefore they are allowing me to bully them and I will do that. And I didn't understand. So in that regard, I would go back and, and I would yell to my husband like, what's fucking wrong with these people? Why are they being so mean to me? Because they, because I was not understanding the level of seriousness yeah. with which they took it. Dude, um, but psychological. Now I know. Now I, know. Yeah. So I mean, if you were yelling at your husband. Play a high status character. Yeah. If you were yelling at your husband in character crying <laughs> about it, then I'd say you Mommy. took it too far. Yeah. So we chose an off-game room uh, to sleep in. Oh, nice. There were on-game rooms. Yeah. Oh, were you yeah. a staying character the whole time? I mean, you would choose to. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. There are people that, that this is what they do. Yeah. yeah. No, people do that. I think it's. I've watched several like documentary type things where they um, had people role play as like prison guards, and then some people would be prisoners and. The prison guard characters the would start Stanford actually prison getting, experiment. yeah, they would yes. they would start getting this like power trip and like start treating people like actual subhuman people, and then they reversed it, and the same thing happened. And it was like a documentary about how evil could live in everybody. Yeah. Um, and then like my grandma was uh, an extra, a professional extra. Like she just cool. would go to, to set and like be a lawyer one day, and then be like a doctor another day. Um, but she noticed that. Uh, if you were cast as an extra, as like a doctor, and um, then someone else was a patient, or vice versa, if you're cast as a patient and they're a doctor, they would treat you like a lower status person, yeah. even though you're all extras. Yeah, and, for sure. <laughs> there is a social hierarchy show. that we all sort of like step into line unknowingly. Yeah. Like if I had to be a PA on set, I'm sure people would treat me in a way that I am not used to being I know I would. treated anymore. Those are days long gone. They're animals. <sighs> yeah. But I did hear, and uh, my my favorite, I have many passions, one of which is uh, talking about universal basic income. There it is. Yep. 42 uh, minutes, you. I was wondering where it was uh, Yeah, 42, that's how long it took. That's the best way to play board games all day. But <laughs> actually, um, I wanted to bring it up because I recently heard from uh, one of my favorite authors, this historian from the Netherlands named Rutger Bregman, and wrote a great book called Utopia for Realists. He says that um, there is some research that says that that, evidence of the Stanford prison experiment was kind of fudged. Like oh, they, really? They exaggerated it, it as in science to get published uh, a lot of times Somebody People fudged, fudged the study? The they study. They, didn't oh, they kind of encourage a little of the behavior yes, a little bit? they were yeah. like, oh, don't you want to push them? Or it, don't you want to... The foundations oh, of it are still valid, as yes. you pointed out in the documentary, too, because it's really as simple as just power corrupts, right? And yeah. we, we even do it in board games a little. Like, when someone's in the lead and knows it, like, yes. everybody fucking hates them. Yes, <laughs> and we try right. to up and destroy them. Yeah, and stuff. they also, like, kind of... They should be swinging their, um, like, power around a little bit in that situation, and they do sometimes. Yeah. Well, Bregman's point that he's writing a new book about and I'm very excited about is <laughs> plug it. People will live up to what you expect them to do. So if you expect someone to be shitty to you, they'll probably be shitty. Mm. If you treat them like you expect them to be very kind to you, then they're going to reconsider. They're they're gonna that, take that into consideration when they act a little bit. Interesting. Yeah. Framing is super key for yeah. that. Yeah, I agree. You know, that's why you treat that. people the way you want to be treated. And and people, if you think people 
can't handle universal basic income because they're lazy. <laughs> That's you having an expectation of it. If you expect people to really take something that they're given and run with it and do well with it, then they're going to try and live up to that what they, is expected of them. Yeah, but it's, for me, it's like, what if everybody had Lamborghinis? Then having a Lamborghini is not no fun anymore. You know, yeah, excellent it ruins it. <laughs> Everybody has special. iPhones. They're right, still got, pretty cool. I, I gotta look over to see like a, a Honda Accord. Ooh, not everyone can have a homemade cardboard car. I made my car out of cardboard. I'm jealous. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> see, if everybody cool. can have a Lamborghini, then cardboard co- cars are gonna be in. No, I'll still be in a Lamborghini, and I'll look at you in a cardboard car, and I'll laugh. <laughs> I'll laugh very hard. He's a bully. You know, one time he uh, he trolled this simulation game um, where you talk about people taking games too seriously, but also I think it was kind of kind of mean. I, I don't know. I see both sides. Wait, what did I do? We what ruined the game? wedding. I did a lot of trolls. <gasps> go, go ahead. It was a oh, wedding? Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay, so there was a, a game called Star Wars Galaxies, and inside of this video game, oh, no. two people were getting married in the game. Beautiful. And, and so I role-played with my brother. We went to the wedding. I was like 15 years old or 13. We went to the wedding. Where everyone's at their shittiest. We're, right. And uh, Exactly. And uh, But I still think this is pretty funny. And def- and I'll defend it to you. Okay. Um, I don't want to hear and this. And during the wedding, so if you had, if you didn't qualify for a certain skill, you couldn't really use a weapon well, but you could still use it. So I, I used that as an exploit to go to their wedding. And then I role played with my brother. I was like, hey, excuse me, sir. You're sitting in my seat. I just got up real quick and you're in my seat. And then he's like, sir, I, I've been here for a while. I don't think I'm in your seat. And I was like, you're absolutely in my seat. I need you to stand up so that I can get ready for the wedding. And then he's like, no, sir, I will not. And then we pulled our guns as the brides walking down the digital aisle. And we're firing at each other, but we can't do any damage. And we were rolling around, shooting rocket launchers at each other for fucking 25 minutes. And they ended up disbanding the wedding and like sending us the most hateful, like death threats, all that shit. It was fucking hilarious. Take it back. I love this. Thank you. It's just fun. It's just stupid fun. Well, you didn't like try and shoot them. No, no, no. That wasn't the joke. For me, the joke has to be. to be decently constructed it can't just be your yeah, shitty to somebody yeah that's like me going up to you and like just uh taking Take a it ball of in my wet face. paper and just yeah hitting mm-hmm. you in the face with it it's not funny to me it's gotta have some kind of angle that makes it fun yeah, yeah you did absolutely. troll the uh harry potter quidditch match and i did yeah. you called everyone virgins and stuff well <laughs> How about that? That, that was fun i mean it was just in <laughs> well, the in that time were they? this was like 2013 Maybe. it was fairly new were they children were playing nah. it live no they were adults and it was <laughs> no judgment i would play confusing to me that they were playing this in in all you know um seriousness seriousness yes mm-hmm. with such seriousness yeah like you were saying about the people who take it very seriously yeah and i w- was captain of that quidditch game i believe you I, I really do i'm just talking about the people who take it so seriously those are the people that i'm always like i just want like, to have a little fun with it yeah yeah, yeah yeah where they get really angry Right when you have a little the bit of fun, the ones that were bullying you about because you weren't about taking that. it seriously sure. enough. Just the people yeah. who take it to one twenty. Yeah, yeah. Like because I, like I said, I'm a Star Wars fan. I, so I, there, I mean, that exists in all cultures. That's not that's not alien to. I mean, that's not just a tabletop. I mean, you know, sports fans that take it way yes. too God, seriously. Yes. And, and we know people dude, the in the industry that take their jobs way too. Philadelphia on fire. Good, good, uh, great point. Great yeah. fucking point. <laughs> is half the town of Philadelphia. Okay, but like that goes across all disciplines. As a matter of oh, fact, yeah. and so. So we see the virgins, quote unquote, out on the field. It's easy to pick them as like, where does that go too far? But I think everybody has an opportunity to go too far in their world. For sure. And by the way, I was literally talking to virgins. That that, that was the joke. Is that I, <laughs> they and, told me that they're virgins. Yes. They <laughs> that, said they said yes. Hey, we nice are. to meet you. It, I'm it, a virgin. It, no, I got it out of them in the interview though. It was one of those things where you're like, wow, okay, okay. It was one. It's just it wasn't like I'm like, hey, what's up, virgin? Like it yeah, was like, yeah. Let's go through your sexual history. You're talking to somebody. Yeah, exactly. And they're like, oh, I don't have a sexual history. I've done nothing so far. And you're like, oh wow, oh sorry. Yeah, by the but way, you can watch this video. On, right. Who are you interviewing for? You can watch oh, this video I, on his I channel. I used to do this thing called real life trolling on YouTube, where I uh, <laughs> I, I trolled all manner of people. Hmm. One of my yeah. most famous things. Parkour people. Uh, oh, sorry. Go oh, ahead. yeah, no. All, everybody. I did the Westboro Baptist Church, for yeah. example. I told, oh, yeah. Told those guys. It was fun. Uh, like, I asked I asked the main guy, Steve, the leader of them or whatever. I was like, hey, man, I know about Leviticus. Tell me exactly why gay people can't be together. And he's like, he's like, well, God said man cannot lay with another man. Now, what's so complicated about that? And I was like, well, maybe, he, maybe he wants them to do it standing up. Damn, <laughs> same jokes. Pretty good. And, and, so stuff like that, like I like to go after the people who deserve it. So for so one of the, my favorite things I did was this thing called Bang Bus Prank, where I got people who thought they were going to be on the Bang Bus, and I got real porn stars 
uh, to be in it with with me. And so we, I would use the girls. We would pick up guys, and I'm like, "Are you ready to have sex with porn stars?" I'm like, hell, fucking yes! They're so stoked. We go back to the van. I get them in, have them sign a release on the shit, and then I have the girls pick up camera and sound equipment, and I, and I have two big muscly guys get in the van, and the guys immediately are like, "What the fuck's going on?" And I'm like, "You just signed a release." No, I'm like, "You, <laughs> you you're gonna fuck the porn stars, do you? Here's the porn stars." And they're like, what about these chicks? And it's like Bonnie Rotten, who's like one of the biggest porn stars, and like uh, this chick Dana D'Armond, who's like a legend. And he's like, he's like, aren't these porn stars? And I'm like, no, it's just my camera and sound girl. I will say they dress unprofessionally today. <laughs> like shit like that. And these guys are just literally legit scared for their mouths and their butts and stuff. So stuff like that. I, I, I like to go after the people who deserve it, just but people who take boners. it too far. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. Because yeah. they were thinking it, maybe. Yeah. Oh yeah. If I can be sure. a top, they think that. <laughs> th well, that's what they think too. Is that when that's part of a lot of culture too? Is I meet a porn star, therefore I can have sex with a porn star because she's a porn star. That's what she does. Yeah, it's pretty fucked up. She doesn't want to do anything else but have sex all day. That's what she thinks about all day. Yeah. And I probably maybe if I give her, I don't give her a compliment. Why are you instead gesturing I, at me? Instead of well, like you said earlier, if <laughs> I diss her, me, though, it's if I diss her, maybe she'll want to have sex with me even more. It's uh, that whole Nagging. fucking thing. Yeah, the right. nagging. There you go. Brought there it back go. full circle. There it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a thought. Yes. Okay, back to your point about why now and the internet and when you built up of internet culture and being on the Eminem message board and that nerds are now brought together into the mainstream because they're able to find each other. Mm-hmm. That makes sense to me that uh, now everyone's out because there's there's so many people that can find each other yes. in those communities if you're vocal online about it, which is the same thing that's super upsetting with everything that happens online that is horrible. Totally. Yes. With those groups being able to unite people of all the bullies get to unite. Too. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, especially I love your point, too, about like the timing of all this, too, is like you were in that generation with us where like we were the kids who like first got on the internet and started being moderators at yeah. age 11. Like that's a crazy thing. And we our would parents, lie and say we were 16, uh, but you exactly. know. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. but our parents <laughs> were barely did. on the internet. Like they just understood like the chat rooms and you know, yeah. chess, you know. They, they, were, they weren't always the same, but the architects of the internet before us were the nerds, right? Mm -hmm. So all the good websites were every database of Star Wars lore or like anything that any nerd wanted to put in writing got on the internet quickly yeah. so just like your Eminem board which is very specific of of your fandom there was a lot of cross-culture there I've never watched more than maybe an hour and a half total of anime but I've seen so many anime things tangentially because of gifts or anything that's in our world like, yeah there's like a cross-culture yeah right and so like even in forums like probably in the Eminem forum there was like an anime gift that you would never have seen if you hadn't been on that forum but you've never watched anime totally well, so that's where it all starts cross-contaminating I, I actually got into photoshop that way too because like nice. people would photoshop I guess like the original memes like before that yeah. was a thing like before it was even called a meme like where you just photoshop things memes. together and like put put like a caption on Reaction it and it, yeah, yeah yeah it was it was stupid shit like that and then and that's how I learned to photoshop because I thought that was so funny like I just it tickled me in that way and I think that nerd humor it's like I didn't find anyone in real life that was tickled the same way or like I found very few people uh, that was tickled the same way by that type of humor yeah uh, mm -hmm. so then we all found each other on the internet yeah and and that's how that kind of happened and then yeah, now I feel like people are out in the open. You could go to conventions and stuff. And, and everybody like, brings their own little thing, which yeah. then just makes the pot a little bit bigger, you know? Have you ever been to a convention? Uh, not a nerd convention. I've been to VidCon and like the YouTube conventions. Cool. But, um, yeah, those are a little more techie. By the time, yeah. uh, oh, actually, no, I have gone to Kamikaze the first time it was in LA. Yeah. Yeah. What's that one? Uh, it's like Stanley's. LA's Comic Con, but yeah, it's. I did Comic Con before, it's cool. Yeah. Comic-Con got too big. Before the movie business I, I took got, it over. Yeah, exactly. Me and my dad uh, would take us every year in like 97. And it was just like dudes with folding yeah. card tables and just comic books everywhere. Yeah. And like you got maybe some free swag and maybe they give you a free comic book when you walk in or something. The smaller yeah. ones or like the, the medium-sized ones are kind of still like that. Like WonderCon, which is also a Comic-Con thing, is it's like a better version of, of that now. Okay. Mm -hmm. I think like uh, cosplay also got a lot of people like the, you know, the art community like my friend loves cosplay and she like just likes designing costumes like that's her thing and so she's like a nerd but also she just really likes that part of it and so she'll go to all the conventions because she Tanya she likes to yes like put those out cosplaying I'm, yeah, so I'm on the fence about 
Because it's it's one of those Why? things. What Steve, we need to break down your barriers no, 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 no. judging other people. No, no, no. no. I'm just talking about for me. For me. Oh, for you dressing yeah, yeah, yeah. up. Oh, okay. As okay. always, I'm talking about myself. True. He doesn't even like going to theme parties. Oh, Or man. like dressing up. You know what? what is it about I kind of struggle up? with that too. Yeah, oh, yeah. I just don't. Um, it's, it's a pain in the ass, I think. Yeah, more work than you want to. Yeah. But then when you do go to them and you do get into it, do you have a good time? Yes. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, same. So we all know that, but then we're so hesitant to like take. That's what I mean by I'm on the fence because it's like it's one of those things where it's so much fucking work. But then I'm like, I can see why people have fun with it. And they're getting good at it, man. There's some impressive cosplaying out there. And that's what I like about it. I like to see people do it, but I don't like to partake. Can I tell a little nerd story about a cosplayer friend? Uh, She goes by Nissa Cosplay. And um, because Nissa is a character in Magic the Gathering, and that was the first thing she cosplayed as. Uh, But her name is Nadine. And I recently met her because we were both hired to work at a Red Bull-sponsored Magic the Gathering modern tournament in Florence, Italy, and she had made the most elaborate, beautiful wings in this angel cosplay, Um, and it was so, so cool. And one of her other cosplays was, um, oh shoot, I'm forgetting which Planeswalker, but uh, she had glowing blue contacts. They were UV contacts that you have to like charge them with the UV light. It, she might have eye damage, yeah. but it looked amazing. And she had this hat that shined a UV light at the contacts. So it always glowed? Incredible wow. attention to detail. Yeah. Insane. Shout out to Nadine. Yeah. Insane, Check bro. her out. Yeah. Nissa Cosplay. Oh, okay. So we, I don't even know how this happened, but we're like at the end of our hour. Jesus. It flew by. Oh. So thank you this guys. This is just part one, right? Like th- yeah, right? right? We <laughs> do have to, we have to have a part two. We yeah. have to like play some games, some actual games, because ah. now I'm like all amped up talking about it. Yeah. <sighs> Definitely would love to anytime. Yeah, but don't worry, I have For Mall sure. Madness in my trunk. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Really we could play those two to four player games, because... Uh, That's true. We yeah, can actually play four yes. player games. If you Possible. guys will have us, I know you think I'm a bully, but I'm not. No. We think He's a fun time. I specifically he, has said he, several yeah. times that <laughs> you are a bully. I wanted you guys to be my friend after but all. It's this. Really, it comes you. from insecurity because he can never win. Because I, uh, I constantly, yeah, I constantly I kick his ass at games and he can't win. So his his defense I'm is small just man. Lash out. Yeah, 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 you gotta let go. If yeah. you can't win. I get that. Detach. Yeah, just gotta take others down if they, you know, you can't. That's true. That helps Or get better at games. I don't know about that. I don't, I'm, think, it's I don't possible. think I can. I don't think it's possible. I've played games for years. I'm so bad at games. <laughs> you have a capacity to grow. Well, thank I believe you. In you. Very nice. Maybe you'll be my friend. Don't, don't pop up for After all this? Yeah, it's probably a, not. You've yeah. got a lot of friends. <laughs> three. Just three. That's a lot of friends. Um, we like to do a thing at the end called Final Thoughts where we just like say one thing to like wrap up the whole experience. Definitely want you guys to have, give us your thoughts. The whole experience of this conversation? Yes, of this, oh, great. Of this conversation. I feel like I have two new best friends. Aww. And Seriously? they are I know, I know not really here cool. right now, but yeah. <laughs> uh, I wanted to say hey to Katie and Melissa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice, nice. I love it. Uh, I'm excited to play a game with you too. Dude, I legit you. want to actually do it. If yeah. you guys yeah. are down, we're going we're to. people who say it, I probably do it. Yeah. And we will. We should follow up on this. We can play way. contact. Yeah. Oh, I would yes. love. So. Okay. Drinking and games sounds like the most fun ever. It yeah. is Friday when we're recording this. Oh, yeah. that's so true. TGIF. Do you think it's just coffee in here? I'm in our house is <laughs> a fucking mess right now. I know. That's a bummer. It's a it disaster. Is, a mess. Um, is that your guys' thought for this? <laughs> yeah, that's why. We were like, I know his train of thought was like, well, we lived right down the street. We could do a video game. But, but then, we can't have people over right yeah, now. Yeah. Like, it's honestly, we're remodeling our bedroom. So, like, our bed is in pieces all throughout the living room right oh, no. now. So, it's like actually like a tornado hit. I'm it. literally going to go finish painting my bedroom where everything is pushed into the middle because I've taped yes. off all the walls. What yeah. color? Oh, the same. We just finished well, painting. It was bright purple and it was too much for a bedroom. Oh. So, <laughs> go in with a neutral gray. Okay. I just painted over neutral gray with uh, purple. black <laughs> and white. <laughs> yeah, right? Ooh, cool. Sure. No, but you know what's weird is that when I was going to, when I was repainting it, there was this little part that wasn't painted by the previous owner. And I guess I forgot to paint because it was behind the um, outlet panel thing. And it was bright purple at one time. Whoa. It was like this bright fuchsia, like bright purple. We're in a time loop. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you lived there. Maybe yes. it was your bedroom. We're in the same house in different eras. Oh my God. Our time streams me. are crossing. She wouldn't trust me to paint because I'm very not good at a lot of things. I think we've established that. But it was very satisfying to watch her paint. Like watching the black paint cover the wall. I was like, wow, I could do this all That's day. That's your ASMR. 
When I, I painted it, it purple, <laughs> my best friend and husband sat on the bed watching me paint. It's <laughs> satisfying. I wouldn't let him help because I because the ceiling trim ain't no way that guy's gonna paint a straight line. No, no way in hell. I wouldn't trust him. Yeah. He couldn't do. Shit. He couldn't do a mini. Make some money off. Oh, it, at I least. did once. Uh, one of my most popular Twitch streams was me painting a door. What? Is that right? So people would literally go watch you go watch paint dry for you. I think it was more of ironic watching like that time that person made all the money on Kickstarter uh, for his potato salad. That's really good. <laughs> you know I mean? Yeah, I love all that shit. Oh yeah, it was one of That's the highest. Masterful. It was a good salad. I didn't hear about that. <laughs> oh yeah, it, wow. he made there was like a hundreds jar of thousands. Too. Really? Yeah, that sold pretty well. There was a girl that sold her bathwater, and then she got all her Instagram taken away. Yeah, there yeah. was a brick that people said was from Marshall Mather's house, wasn't there? I had yeah, that brick. Okay. <laughs> she bought it. She I'll have you know, it's authenticated, and it has. Okay. There's only a has limited a number. It, there was only 700 that got sold, and I have a little no. of his ex-wife's hair attached to it. <laughs> yeah, if, if I could be so lucky. Hey, look. I, I, okay, he's so the I, one that makes the vicious songs. It's true. Don't. It's true. No, it's not. Here's some of my nerd credentials. I have Batman statues. What do you think of that? Fucking awesome. Oh, I always call That's them great. figurines by accident. Don't call I them figurines. I genuinely that, do are. it by accident. Yeah, because you're worried about them being perceived as toys. I can't have it. Yeah, yeah. I can't have it. You call they're, them they're, statues. They're made statues. of fine resin, sir. How I'd, tall are they? Uh, my tallest ones. Figurine oh, so toys. Are they made by like Sideshow? This, this collectibles? Uh, a couple of them. Hell yeah. They're, Shout they're out really to dope. Sideshow Collectibles. They made a game called... A Court of the Dead Mourner's Call. Pretty good game. It'll come out someday soon, right? Oh, is it not out yet? I don't know. I love that game, though. This will go out. That's in very like, pretty. This will come out in like a month and a half. Well, so maybe it'll be been out by. Well, people this game got it on Kickstarter, and, and they, it'll come someday. <laughs> oh, nice. There you go. Or hopefully, or maybe not, because sometimes that happens. I think they're gonna do it. It's they're gonna do it. Yeah, the prototype was awesome. Yeah. That's so cool. Mm -hmm. So now, do you guys think that I'm nerdy because I have Batman statues? Yes. You're, you got Thank you. You got the credit. Yeah. Your final thought? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to point out. You just want to say you have Batman statues? Yeah, I have Batman One point nerd cred. Thank you. I have so many thoughts. I mean, the final thought is that yeah, I just wanna, I just wanna play a game now. <laughs> like yeah. so, and I think that um, hey, let yourself play. That's my final thought. Just allow it. Maybe just once this week, let yourself play. Just don't play too hard out there. Word. Yeah, just be careful about it. And then, uh, where can they find you if they want to watch games and stuff? You can find me on all social media at the Becca Scott, and you can find links to all my shows constantly on my Twitter feed, along with information about Universal Basic Income. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, our podcast is Victory Points Podcast here on Studio 71. You can find me at the Jake Michaels. Michaels is spelled without an A, so M-I-C-H-E-L-S. Oh. Yeah, it's German. So different. Uh, and our show, Game the Game, is on YouTube uh, on Geek and Sundry's channel, and it's pretty fun. Go Perfect. watch it. I only plug myself. You, I know. Uh, plug our very, stuff. You plugged all our stuff. Yeah. He got you. Real pro. <laughs> it's the director. You're the cast. <laughs> Jake will tell you. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much for being here again. And also, if you, if anyone out there has a topic you would like us to discuss, you can always email us, podcast at Nikki.limo. That's podcast at N-I-K-K-I dot L-I-M-O. And we will see you next time. Thank you. Please rate us. That really helps a lot. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Rate you. us on iTunes. Thanks. Rate it at five. Yes. Five's all. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.